0: Algar Productions. Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love the Zeta Project podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 142 Hunt in the Hub and Rose Gift.
0: Hi, pals. More Zeta time. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And yeah, it's time for more Zeta. I said it already. Yep, we had some uh, Zeta
2: last week. We're gonna have some Zeta this week and next week. Yeah, but not for so much have... longer.
0: There's there's eight more episodes already. Which That's is true. Four more for us. That's it. We are rapidly desating. Yeah, And you know, I I we've said this several times already. I thought season two was gonna be garbage. It's been pretty good so far. Uh, this has been uh, this has been perfectly fine. I mean, I didn't care for the second one, but I liked the first one.
2: Yeah, what was the second one? I don't fuck it. Oh yeah, the second one kind of sucked.
0: Yeah, but you know, first one was pretty good, mm-hmm. and uh, you could tell I've seen worse. About it. There, there was there are certainly longer runs of bad episodes Boy. on some of the other series that we've done. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. I'll
2: take oh, I'll take one off instead of like
0: yeah. a dry period, of crap. Look, look, even at the very beginning, even with Batman, the show that everyone holds up as like the standard, like mm-hmm. this show is perfect. No, no, there no. were some duds. There, yeah, like they all have them. That's yeah. what happens? Particularly the single uh,
2: boss biggest episode of uh, the Zeta Project.
0: That's true. No sewer king. I nope. Actually, haven't seen any any uh, variation on the um, evil grown up takes advantage. Well, I guess the second of these was kind of like that. Mm. Takes advantage of, of young people, but, but did he live in the sewer? They don't always live in the sewer. They usually live in. The they sewer. mostly live in the sewer. Mostly. Mostly. That's true.
2: All right. So my I don't mother think that... always said that there were no sewer kings, but there are,
0: aren't there? <laughs> Get away from her, you sewer king! <laughs> uh-huh. I was going to quote
2: Shakespeare.
0: Of course you were. I hate this guy.
2: Here's my trained crocodile.
0: <laughs> was it Shakespeare? I mean, I'll, I'll defer to you, but he I quoted something. I know. I that I thought it was he's...
2: Dickens. But... It might have been Dickens
0: or. Alice in Wonderland, because everyone fucking quotes Alice in Wonderland.
2: I'm a highfalutin' son of a bitch.
0: Mm. Can't say that on television, though. <laughs> what, highfalutin'? Mm-hmm. Kids don't know what that means. That's true. Mm. All right. Why don't I tell you what happens in uh, Hunt in the Hub? Hunt in the Hub. Hunt in the Hub. All right. Here we go. Flonk was supposed to be on the show this week, but sadly he ended up having a scheduling conflict and couldn't make it. But in his honor, I will attempt to summarize the episode the way he might have. Uh, Only my microphone works. Train, 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 train! Rowan Zader on a train! I am a great big pervert for trains! (laughs) It just goes on like that, but I think you get the idea. The rest of this summary will be written by me and delivered by me, performing as me. So yeah, Roe and Zeta take a train to The Hub, which I thought was a streaming platform for Hasbro cartoons, but apparently it's a giant city that serves as a, follow my logic here, hub for the world's transportation. Dumb name, but a pretty cool idea, actually. There they track down Dr. Boyle, one of the many bland scientists they hope will lead them to Dr. Selig. Uh, Excuse me, that should be back to Dr. Selig, because remember, these two actually managed to find that guy once already, and then ended up with him being shoved in a tube and our heroes having to run away. And honestly, they probably should have run away this time as well, because it turns out Boyle lured them here intentionally. And he immediately incapacitates Zeta by implementing a lesson that all good 21st century parents already know, not through corporal punishment, but by turning off his credit card. Brutal. (laughs) Turns out Boyle is that most dangerous of entities in a superhero universe, a scientist who lost his funding. And now he's extorting Zeta into stealing stuff he needs to continue his work. Why he doesn't just ask him to buy the stuff with that unlimited credit card? remains unclear. So Zeta and Rose set out to steal several key components like this is some kind of G.I. Joe <laughs> miniseries. What follows is a sort of hunt in the hub. But then the NSA shows up and it's curtains for Zeta, except it's only West and Rush, which pretty much averages out to zero. Mm-hmm. Bennett should really start sending two agents with West just to push the net average back into positive numbers. Eventually, Z and Roe manage to get Boyle arrested and trick him into turning the credit card back on. And then they skip town on not a train so it's probably for the best that Flonk wasn't here after all cuz that just would have made him sad.
2: It's okay. He would have gone and looked at some sea lions and he would have
0: cheered right back up. Sea lions, so. Huh? Mm-hmm. He likes sea lions. He's a simple man, our Flonk. Mm, I don't know. He's, he's a got simpler. a new he's got a new thing every week, so, you know.
2: Oh boy, he sure fucking does.
0: Mm-hmm. It and makes uh,
2: it makes my wife so angry.
0: It doesn't make me angry. I just don't understand it, but you know, I, there's so many things I don't understand.
2: Well, so. a lot of the time it's targeted specifically at her.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. mm mm-hmm. uh, So I like this one.
2: This was a lot of fun. Um, This is my good thing. I just want to roll right into this because yeah. uh, I love Dr. Boyle. He is such a smug asshole, and he is yes. delightful. He he looks like Walt Disney, Uh huh. and he just spends the entire episode just like, okay, here's what you're going to do for me now. And if you don't, I'm going to call the cops on
0: you, and I won't get in trouble because I haven't done anything. So actually- he does. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. He does look a bit like Walt Disney. Who he looks like is his voice actor, mm-hmm. who is an actor named Dabney Coleman, who was huge in the 80s. Let like, me like see here. Huge, th- huge. Hang on. I'll, I'll take you through this. It feels like people now probably have no idea who that even is. He was the misogynist boss in 9 to 5, like the movie oh. with uh, uh, Lily Tomlin and uh, uh, Jane Fonda and Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Where they get revenge on their misogynist boss? That's sure, him. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he was the sympathetic government man in the, in the movie War Games. He was mm-hmm. kind of a proto Bennett. And uh, so I looked up other things. Those are the things I know off the top of my head. Yeah. He was also in The Beverly Hillbillies, nineteen ninety three, and Inspector Gadget, nineteen ninety nine. So you probably know him from those things. He was in The Muppets Take Manhattan. I definitely he know was. him from that. Very briefly, but yes, he was. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, um, he was also in a movie I saw way too many times uh, when I was a kid, uh, mm-hmm. Cloak and Dagger.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he typically plays mm-hmm. a smarmy bastard, so very good casting there. Yep, and he was one of the holdouts. Like he was, he was big in the eighties, and he still had one of those like forties leading man pencil thin mustaches, mm-hmm. which were largely out of fashion. But he he made it work, and I think that's probably why they drew him that way. Huh. But I I love that guy. Like oh, yeah. again, big movie star. Like when he showed up as a villain, you'd be like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah, I do, I do get, like to hate that guy." We're gonna get some real good smarm in this one. And then he and then he like you know he's still working, but you know not not at the heights he used to. Mm-hmm. Which is you know, which is too bad. He's he's a good dude. Sorry, Dabney. Yeah, but Sapney. he was good in this. <laughs> This was this was that Andrea Romano thing that I haven't seen for a while, yeah. which is like he's got a very distinctive voice and and people like me are like, wait a minute. Why do I hate this guy more than than the script tells me to? Mm-hmm. What is it about? Oh, oh. it's because it's him. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, he is
2: good. he is so much fun watched, watching him boss these two around and just like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna hang out in my multimillion dollar apartment and wait for you to come back with my chip.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, still don't understand why he didn't just say, hey, Zeta, can I borrow that card for five minutes and just <laughs> buy all the stuff he needs? Yep. but
2: uh, you, know. I, you know what? Some people are just jerks. Yeah,
0: that is true. I don't want to pay for things. I want to steal. But I don't want to get caught for stealing, so I want to make someone else
2: steal. <laughs> I want you to steal.
0: Yeah. Um, My good thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, when he turns off the credit card, it's like at first we the audience are very sensibly are like okay well that sucks but i'm sure they'll figure something out they're mm-hmm. they're resourceful yeah uh, but no the hub like he goes to a terminal to, to try it out and the hub says you have no money you are therefore considered a vagrant and the cops are coming yep. and it's like this is a, an extremely accurate uh, Ex- like extrapolation of the capitalist hellscape in which we currently
2: live. We we are 3 minutes away from that being completely accurate.
0: Your bank account is empty. You are not allowed to go where people are.
2: Yeah, personhood has been deleted.
0: Yeah, if you are if you do not have the resources to consume things, you are of no use to capitalism.
2: Yeah. Please pay your $200 wow.
0: rehumanization fine. Yeah. And it's it's just such a like it really is a cyberpunk dystopia kind of thing. Yep. That that the writers put in there for sure, mm-hmm. but it also it feels it, again, yeah. We're we're we are so close to that now. I mean, we're 20 years on from when they made this, so mm-hmm. it was probably like sort of in the in in the in the wind then, but now mm-hmm. it's like Jesus, you know? Yeah, seriously. But very good. Like I like the the world building. I like I've said this before. Taking the world of Batman Beyond and saying, but here's what the like outside of Gotham. Here's yeah. what the world is well, like. And it's all it all feels like it fits and it's uh-huh. all pretty interesting to me.
2: That's the thing is the world works, but also it still keeps Gotham as its own weird fucking place. Well,
0: because we know from shows set in the present, Gotham mm. is its own weird little place. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> that hasn't changed.
2: It's just like now; it's a futuristic hells- hellscape instead of a regular hellscape.
0: Yeah, but look, there's still Crime Alley. We just call it Neo Crime Alley.
2: Yeah, exactly. Neo Crime Alley is about to explode.
0: What does that stand for?
2: <laughs> Extrapolate. Uh-huh. Accident. Wait, hang on.
0: Yeah, you're gonna get stuck at X. I knew that when we. Explode. Uh huh. You can't have explode and explode. That doesn't make sense.
2: I watched Akira again last last weekend. That movie rules.
0: Mm. I wish I understood anything that was happening in it, but yes, it, it's very fun to that's, watch. Uh, that's
2: kind of a thing you have to sort of make your
0: peace with. <laughs> I've told the story many times, but the first time I saw that, it was not uh, subtitled or dubbed. Oh, boy. So it was straight up in Japanese. I don't speak Japanese. No, nope. I don't understand Japanese. Uh, and also, I was um, fighting off a, a flu, so I, I was sort of fever, like, fading in and out. I would say that's the best way to watch Akira. So, so, I, so I didn't even see the whole thing, mm-hmm. and it was not in my native language, and it already doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, yeah, I've never done drugs. That's as close as I've come to the experience, I think. What do you think of the movie, Al? Confusing. Uh-huh.
2: I think it was confusing.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah. But yeah, I like and like I said, the hub is also a pretty cool idea. Like, I
2: really like that as a concept. Just like yeah, no, it, we made one giant airport in the center of America.
0: It's not just an airport though; it's a train port. Yeah, it's a it's a rocket port. Like just all the all the ma- mass transit kind of goes through there, and that's a well, cool idea. And the fact that you've got trains that can get there
2: like reasonably quickly,
0: you know. Well, that's one thing about the future that you know mm-hmm. they're wrong about because who you know. Instead, there are evil billionaires out there saying there's going to be a train just to make sure there isn't one.
2: Yep, yep. No, no, we're working on a train. Don't worry about it. We're going to... You'll see. It's going to be the cheapest, most efficient train. Incidentally, would you like to buy an exploding car?
0: Well, we'll just stop the project then since you've got it handled. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, I don't. Well, shit, we already stopped the project. That means nobody's building a train.
2: Yeah. Well, clearly this idiot knows what he's talking about. He keeps Uh going on Twitter and telling us that he knows what he's talking about.
0: Well... Uh, yeah. What a
2: great uh, future this is.
0: hmm I think I used the phrase capitalist hellscape a second ago, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm doubling down on that.
2: Let's just underline that, uh,
0: capitalistic mm-hmm. hellscape. Yeah. But this was, you know, this was, this was a good episode. This
2: was a fun, this was a fun, our two characters we like running around
0: episode, you know? And, it like... I really thought that the premise of the show would get tired like these mm-hmm. guys go from town to town and the the government are, guys are chasing them and that is still what's happening but they yeah. managed to like this isn't exactly anything they've done before mm-hmm. like this this scientist is shady yeah the NSA are chasing them but they're barely a thing mm-hmm.
2: oh boy I'll get to that in a sec <laughs> oh no let's I mean so um we have uh West and rush uh mm-hmm. tracking. Uh, Row and Zeta through the the hub. Um, mm-hmm. There's a point towards the end of the episode where West actually spots Rowan and Zeta, and honestly, that feels too competent for him at this point.
0: Yeah, for him to recognize the the only robot and like, to say, "There he is." Like it tra- Like listen. He definitely fucks up in some real stupid
2: ways a couple of times after. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, at this point, I got, like, I've said this several times, West is basically an 11-year-old who won a trip to be in the NSA.
0: Like, oh, and some, sometimes they draw him that way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he looks like a child wearing his dad's suit.
2: He there's a bit in this one where he ha- he has like a petulant expression, and he could not look more like the angriest twelve year old in the world. Yeah, like they they draw Bucky less childish than this kid. Yeah, you know, it's like funny. So, someone just informed Wes that there would be no video games this weekend.
0: I I I wrote this down as things were happening because he did a thing where he like commandeered someone's car. Yep. And Rush, like she does every time, is like, don't do that. And sometimes it feels like, I don't know, I might be giving them too much credit, Mm -hmm. but it it feels like what they're trying to do, what they were doing with Poe in Last Jedi, Mm. where he does all the dumb, impulsive hero cliches, but they never worked out, and he's just so damn entitled, so nothing ever, like, nothing ever goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, it might not be that, but it feels like, because he does a lot of the hero stuff that always works out, only Mm. for him it doesn't, because he's stupid.
2: Yeah. I also like uh, Rush just not covering for him at all. Oh yeah, like yeah,
0: what's what's her name? The last one did Lee. But, yeah, uh, Lee. Thank you.
2: Like she had like some kind of affection for him for some fucking reason.
0: Mm-hmm. Stockholm syndrome problem.
2: Rush is literally just like I could do this so much fa- faster if he wasn't here. I mean, I'm she's literally said that. Up. No, I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> this would be so much easier without him. Well. Yes, it would. That's why we're sending you away. Mm-hmm. The more time he spends with you, the less time he spends with me. Mm-hmm. I'm Bennett. I'm Bennett. It's Bennett.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, my bad thing. Mm-hmm. So the last beat of the story is them escaping on a like a rocket plane. Yep. And um, uh is like, uh-oh, it's it's uh West and Rush and and Rose. Like, relax, because they're in first class, mm-hmm. and and the government guys have to fly coach, and it's like. Okay, on the one hand, I approve of your fuck the police policy. i mm-hmm. I'm not so crazy about your class traitor policy.
2: I'm I'm pretty okay with someone who never has money or a home and is constantly on the run, occasionally going, "I think I'll take advantage of this."
0: Uh no, that's fine, but but the way they frame the scene mm. is more like, "Haha, the poor people are like cattle and we're up here in luxury." Fair. Like and I don't I don't like that. Cuz, you know, capitalist hellscape. I t- yeah. It's just, I don't know, Rose, Rose, they write her sometimes like she, uh, and and I don't think they do this on purpose, but mm-hmm. sometimes she takes a little too much advantage of what she has. You that's what I mean? fair. Yeah. Like she's, I like that she's the edgy one, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes she needs to dial it back just, just like half a step to be, you know, I mean, back in like, the hero range. Well,
2: you're not using your unlimited credit card to like, you know, help other people.
0: Well, yeah, exactly.
2: Once I've got an apartment, I'll help other people all the time. Uh-huh. That's what we all say. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, what else? We're getting real into it this week. <laughs> I mean, look, it's always on our minds. Let's, uh-huh. Let's how, not could pretend it not, how, how could it not be? Yeah, no. oh, uh, I know. Uh I It did surprise me that Zeta didn't have some kind of backup plan for his car. Like, if nothing else, the government would say, wait a minute. hmm We, like, electronically, everything in the future works electronically, obviously. Yeah issued this guy an infinite credit card. Why don't we just switch it off? Somewhere Somewhere in the chain must have thought of this.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like I can switch, like, if when I was working retail, I could switch off someone's card. It was called taking their card away and cutting it up.
0: Yeah. Holding it over their heads, and mm-hmm. they're, like, jumping up and down like a, you know, like a cartoon child. Mm-hmm. Hey, give it back. But, you know, like, what, I, what I'm getting at is it feels like he should have had a backup plan. Like, okay, use that unlimited card to take out Massive amounts of cash, and then put that cash mm-hmm. on a card for row, for yeah. instance, or open a bank account, or what you know, whatever. They should have a backup is a yeah. point. Uh,
2: Zeta doesn't seem like a real backup plan type of guy. Honestly, he's a robot. I know that's, but back up it, your files. It just, it just really feels like, oh, I guess I will go this way
0: now. Oh, mm-hmm. and
2: now I will go this way. H- Hello, is Doctor Selig in here? No, that's
0: that's his only thing. Like he's he's completely focused on his task, which I, I, I can appreciate.
2: Then I will move on. Mm-hmm. Um, see, don't you want to like try? You know, you could give me some money or something. Oh, I never thought of that.
0: I suppose I could. Like he's he's never against the idea. No, it's
2: just, I I can absolutely see it just not occurring to him, and also not occurring to Roe, who you know can be kind of stupid.
0: I, I don't even know stupid, just a little selfish. Yeah. She's just overcompensating is all. That's fine. Um, There's a bit where they disguise themselves as like, uh, or he disguises himself as a security guard and she's mm. in a, I don't know, what the fuck?
2: It's a stewardess costume.
1: Oh,
0: I think they call them flight attendants, Maggie.
2: Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's her, uh, her Pan Am starring Christina Ricci uh, uniform.
0: Right. But it's like a fucking what is it like a pink and green candy striped top hat and what, like
2: the, what, one of one of the tallest hats I've ever seen, and you guys got to believe me when I see I say I've seen some tall ass hats in my day.
0: Uh, my my note was I suspect Maggie does not want this outfit. <laughs>
2: you were correct. Like, I did Ro, think about
0: it though. Row is kind of your your fashion mannequin. Oh, listen. <laughs> but. Um... But that outfit, maybe not. But uh, no, when when Zeta's in his um, security guard outfit, mm-hmm. he actually looked more like a Bruce Tim character than he ever has. Like they gave him the full-on square jaw. Oh yeah, like, like oh yeah, this this does belong in that universe. Mm-hmm.
2: I shouldered so, up a little bit, so uh, yeah, it was nice. I have achieved reverse triangle.
0: Hmm. I mean, it's still a triangle. Hmm. A reverse. Now... <laughs> hmm. I I don't know. Mm. I'm trying to think of whatever reverse triangle would be. It would have the opposite of three sides, but it's I don't like, know what wait, that is. Wait,
2: so what's the o- Hang on. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can almost get this, but I can't.
0: No, I'm not smart enough with math to make this joke. No. Instead, I will I will repeat someone else's triangle joke. hmm Which is that uh, Pythagoras invented a way to calculate how many sides a triangle has by counting to three and then stopping.
2: <laughs> Good work, Pythagoras. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, for I wish some I knew reason... who to give credit to there. It's from a British panel show. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that, that
2: checks out. For some reason, I always thought Pythagoras would be a good name for a snake.
0: Sure. Because it sounds like Python? Yeah, maybe that's it. My brain's mm. weird. Mm. I mean, that you're not wrong, but I mm-hmm. think I see the connection here. Yeah, sure. Um, Let's see. What else? I like the use of the
2: word fettered in this uh, episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the card gives you unfettered access Now uh, ha- how you're I fettered. Have,
2: I have fettered you.
0: Yes, that was actually very good. mm mm-hmm. um, There's a bit where there's a guard in the hub, like this this uh, real... He looks like uh, Invincible's dad with the big old mustache. Oh, yeah. Um, and he tries to step up to, to Rush. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm in charge here. You can't. And then she calls his bluff, and she's like, I'm the NSA. Yes, I can. And he mm-hmm. basically shrinks down and says, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. It's a good moment. Yep. It's a good like I don't know if this shows trying to say things about white privilege and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I might be reading today's like political vocabulary into Mm -hmm. this too much, but there sure are a lot of moments like that that Rush has where she looks at West and says why I know why this guy gets ahead, but I hate it Mm -hmm. or moments where this white dude tries to like, uh, you know, intimidate her and she won't be intimidated. Yep. I don't know. I, re- I could re- not tell you,
2: you know, like yeah. it's definitely like the thing is, it's definitely something we think a lot about now. Yeah.
0: But again, that's the vocabulary of 2023 exactly. not necessarily of 2002 or whatever. Yeah. Was. Um, there was, Oh, there's a bit near the end mm-hmm. where, uh, Zeta, uh, uh, disguises himself as like a jazz dude. Yep. Carrying a big old guitar case. And of course, Rose in the guitar case. And I always like that. Yep. Um, but Diedrich Bader did the voice of the guy he disguised himself oh, yeah. as, which, which he should have been doing this entire time. The guy has range, and mm-hmm. that's sort of the point of getting him. Yeah. And it's weird that they usually just change his voice to someone else's.
2: Well, it feels like any time he turns into, like, his own, per- like, a person he invented, yeah, like, Diedrich Bader should be doing it, if he's copying someone, like... Right, yeah. you should
0: try to mimic their voice. Right. Uh. Anything else?
2: Yeah, Um. a couple mm-hmm. of things. One, uh... I forgot to mention this when we were talking about West. Uh, at one point, he drops his uh, his gun and goes, mm-hmm. hey, I have a condition. My arms are slippery, mm-hmm. which is an insane thing to say.
0: I think he said his palms are sweaty, but
2: uh, no, mom's I, spaghetti. No, he definitely said his arms are slippery. Okay. Uh, and two, there's a point where uh, there, an alert goes off uh calling for a, let's see here. Uh, yes, it's a uh, Tiberius alert.
0: Ah, yes. Which, uh, which is the secret code that tells the NSA some other thing.
2: Yep, uh, and that secret thing is sabotage, which I thought was fucking funny.
0: Yeah, that's very good. I don't say sabotage. You say sabotage. I say sabotage. hmm Don't tell me how to do it. It sickens me. Mm-hmm.
2: Doesn't quite have the, uh, the forcefulness of Shatner yeah well, don't tell me how to do it.
0: That's still what it sounds like to me I mean sure mm-hmm. speaking of entitled white dudes okay, anything else? I think that's it. okay. my quote is this might have been me taking something out of context. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but there's a there's a there's a bit where well here i'll I'll play this yes Roe says this
1: total humiliation the worst ever.
0: Worse than when your pants ripped in front of the boy you liked?
1: Erase that memory, please.
0: And the beep after she says erase that memory mm-hmm. might have been from the train that they were on, but it might have. I, I read it as he did erase that memory.
2: That's that's also what I thought, too.
0: Yeah. And I, think, I hope that's the case because yeah. that was very funny. That th- I really liked that bit. That was very funny. Yeah. It, it's still funny without that, mm-hmm. but the beep there implies anytime she says that, he's just mm-hmm. like, okay. You got it. You're the boss. Mm-hmm. She's not asking me to delete anything sensitive, so why would I not listen? It's
2: not like, uh... <laughs> to delete file 36 or whatever the fuck it is.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> My secret directive. Uh-huh. All right. Must anything
2: obey else? the company.
0: Mm-hmm. Anything else?
2: Uh, I think that's it.
0: Well, let's move on then to Rose Gift.
2: All right. So... Zeta takes the form of Ro, understandable, uh, Mm -hmm. to show her how good she'd look in a leather jacket, and then, while she purchases said jacket, ends up fighting a pissed-off little robot with a lightsaber and a bad motivator. This fight is observed by an older woman and some dude with cool glasses and—wait, hang on a sec, let me check uh, my wiki here. Huh. Well, when I uh, mimed typing, I shot to the top of the article. So give me one sec. Yes, uh, let me just pretend to check the DC Wiki. And mm-hmm, yep, this is the Brain Trust from Batman Beyond. Last seen kidnapping that poor psychic Wednesday Adams-looking kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, time has not been kind to uh, Bombshell, who used to look like a hot milf in a cat suit, and now looks like somebody's mom—not N- in a cat suit. Uh, anyway, so the Brain Trust hooks back up with that Edgar guy, you know, the big psychic dude who also shows up as a kid in jail, you, and then they kidnap Ro while Zeta is trying on Lederhosen. I wish I was kidding about that. <laughs> Brain Trust takes Ro back to their abandoned barn hideout and introduces her, her to two children, Amp and Transita. Those names are terrible, says Ro, and she is correct. Amp has the power to amp up other powers, and Transita has the power to transita elements into other elements. <laughs> Whatever that means. Ro's new name will be Relay, because she enjoys ham radio. <laughs> the Brain Trust plan to blow up some sort of power plant or a relay tower or some damn kit thing and give all the children in town powers and also kill a bunch of people, I guess. The Brain Trust are not picky and are also very bad at their jobs. Ro teams up with Amp and Transit to escape while Zeta beats everybody up with his cool Extendo arms. After briefly hiding at Bugs Bunny's house, Amp amps up the cool glasses guy's power until he trips out the brain trust and they all get arrested. So, somehow. Afterwards, Roa f- reflects that she doesn't hate her parents,
0: actually. This will
2: probably never pay off.
0: And probably just completely didn't come from out of nowhere. hmm uh, I do have to ask you one thing. What yes. do you think the M in MILF stands for?
2: It's moms, right?
0: Yeah, but you're saying, used to be a hot MILF, now looks like somebody's mom. Well... Yeah, that's what the M is for. Huh. Yes, she looks like someone's mom. That's the point.
2: Just going to delete this.
1: Uh,
0: I mean, you've already said it. Mm. No, I understand what you're getting at. Go I back and
2: don't. insert good summary here.
0: <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't do it for me. I'm not going to do it for you. <laughs> no, I get uh, what you're saying, though, yeah. because the animation models on this show are not as good as they Dra- were on Batman Beyond. Drastically different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also had to look it up because I was like, oh, this is familiar. Don't we always do one of these dumb fake X-Men stories? Mm -hmm. And like, oh, yeah, it's it's the the same ones.
2: We could easily like it could easily have just been another fake X-Men, but also like, no, these people have shown up before.
0: Yeah. And uh, Hillary Bader, who actually writes for a lot of these shows, as Mm -hmm. I recall, her name popped up a lot in Superman. I think um, pitched this as a Batman Beyond crossover. And Mm -hmm. the network said, Batman Beyond's not on the air anymore. We don't want you to do that. (laughs) Batman Beyond isn't returning our calls. No, they basically it's like since that show's not on, crossing mm-hmm. over with it is not profitable. So don't do that. All right,
2: I'm starting to understand like, why this show gets canceled in a couple of episodes.
0: Like it's it's he's still a character. He's still like you spun off from that. You could plus fans of the show who are sad that it's gone would be happy to see him again.
2: Yeah, we don't care about any
0: of that. Yeah, apparently not. Uh, they did get, uh, as Bombshell, they got back the same voice performer mm-hmm. they had last time, Kate Jackson, one of the original Charlie's Angels. Oh. Uh, and Mandragora, who I thought uh, spoke in the last one, but I guess didn't, oh. uh, is uh, John Rhys-Davies, Sala huh. from Indiana Jones, and one of the guys from Sliders. Sliders. He's also very problematic, as I recall, but I don't feel like looking that up and making myself sad. So.
2: Yeah, it, 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 it's not, whatever it is, it's not great. We don't need to dig into it.
0: Yeah. They're digging in the wrong place, man.
2: <laughs> I am the monarch of the sea. Uh,
0: but uh, but yeah, he's, you know, both both good voices. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, this episode wasn't great. I didn't like, I mean, you know, look, I made no secret that I don't love the X-Men themselves. And whenever they do a knockoff of them, it's like, Rude, okay. but. Uh, well, I mean, I don't. don't that's just fine. You don't like stuff I like either. It's fine. That's true. But this is not even that. This is like a third generation copy of that. Yep. And I really don't get. So this is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start with a bad thing that doesn't seem related, but it, right. it'll get back. So uh, you you mentioned this in your summary. Mm-hmm. I genuinely enjoyed Zeta turning into Row to show her what an outfit would look like. That was that was yeah, great. That's cute. I liked it as a cute character moment. Then it turned into a very dumb plot point because mm-hmm. Zeta did some shit as Row, and they thought Row has powers, which is yeah. dumb. But. That brings me to my larger point, forcing her to join the group, like forcing children like that's so dumb. The whole point of the X-Men, correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. is we are a group for outsiders who feel like they don't belong anywhere and they yep. come here voluntarily.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. This is just it's like uh, this woman read an X-Men comic and was like, that's a good idea. And then she asked uh, someone about it and they were like, I don't want to join your club. And she went, I, this is a this is a problem. I, I may j- need to start kidnapping children.
0: But the whole, like the whole thing, is you have special, mm-hmm. scary abilities, and I'm going to make you use them for me. Like that, you don't think that's going to backfire, really? I mean, it's worked till now. It hasn't, though. <laughs> it didn't with the Wednesday Adams-looking girl, and it didn't here either.
2: I, uh, I kind of like that. as just like, no, this is a bad idea, and it
0: doesn't work because it's bad. Because making people, particularly people with special abilities. Mm-hmm. Like, do what you want usually will end up bad for you.
2: Yeah. I, I, I love one of the kids at one point is like, she told my parents that she was going to take me away and train me, and instead she just made me steal things.
0: Well, that's, I think, what happened to, to that other girl. Yeah. Is she was told she was going to a special gifted school to mm-hmm. help develop her abilities, and instead, yeah, she was... Not doing that.
2: I'll take you back to uh, Bombshell's School for the Gifted. This is an abandoned barn.
0: It I sure feel like, is. I feel like she was on a boat.
2: She might have she been on a boat. She was
0: calling out to Terry with her mind, as I mm, recall. Terry. Mm-hmm. I, Why um,
2: did you eat my liver? What? It's an old ghost story,
0: I know. Ah. It involves someone eating a liver. I, You know, I put that together with context clues, but mm-hmm. thanks, for, uh, thanks for clearing that up. Well, you're a smart guy sometimes mm-hmm. not when it comes to ghosts mm-hmm. or liver yeah yeah that's true those are my two blind spots yeah everyone who knows me knows that
2: <laughs> i'm sorry i revealed them on our show ah it's fine uh, it's
0: my achilles ghost heel no i got nothing my Never achilles
2: was. ghost liver uh-huh god these ghost livers are delicious
0: Hmm. uh so yeah and and also roe like i kind of like the idea of roe teaching these kids to rebel, because mm-hmm. they're like, well, there's three of them, and only two of us. And like, well, first of all, your powers are better than theirs.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But second, now there's three of us, and we're gonna fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we're gonna fuck shit up, Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, these guys suck actually. Uh-huh. And I, like, yeah, Ro sometimes, you know, embraces her her rebellious nature mm-hmm. just a tiny bit too much, like I said, but sure. in this case, it's a very good I use I mean, of it.
2: listen, if you're rebelling against the person who kidnapped you, fucking yeah. go off. Yeah. Like,
0: no, just not against all poor people is yeah. all I'm saying. But, you know. These
2: guys suck.
0: Uh-huh. Fuck the poor.
2: Ah, uh, well, no, Ro, maybe not. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I got mine, fuck you. Oh, boy, yeah. here we go again.
0: Yep. Uh, Let's see. So, my good thing, the sequence where Z is trying on different outfits, and you mm-hmm. mentioned some of this, uh, which include Chef's White's. Yep. Hosen, as you said, and a Mountie outfit. Uh, and, and then asking in turn if each one of them makes him tough. Is this tough? Is this tough? Mm-hmm. Was ama- like A plus comedy and also good naive robot. Without- that was so good. It was. Um, I was a little disappointed that the ensuing uh, chase sequence didn't happen with him still dressed as Dudley Do-Right. Though.
2: Yeah, that would have been, especially since we just showed him. Doing an action sequence as Row, like exactly, he can he change was... back from uh, the Dudley Do Right costume, but not the Row costume.
0: I'll save you, Roe. <laughs> it would have been so good. Oh no, I got on the flying car backwards. <laughs> and I saw you. Um, I saw in your notes you said Mounties are tough, and you're, and you know, look, you're Canadian. I get that. Yeah, it's it's one of those outfits. Like uh, I used to work around the the American Navy, mm-hmm. and their little sailor suits also look ridiculous, but those yep. guys are pretty tough. Yeah. Mountie outfits are the same thing, probably because of Dudley Do Right and a few Mm -hmm. other pop culture things. It's like, well, that that looks silly, but Mm -hmm. I know those guys are pretty hardcore. Oh yeah, it still would have been funny to see him chasing around in a Mountie outfit. Mm -hmm. You know, come back, Mm -hmm. please
2: don't make me change back into my new weird (laughs) T-shirt.
0: Well, you just sound like uh, 24 now.
2: I guess so. I'm doing 24 if he had to, like, be in a play or something. But now. (laughs) Inspector Fenwick, Bennett, whatever. Uh, Oh, no, it's Bennett.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. I liked liked all that, and I wish we had more of
2: it. More of this, please. I could have done the whole episode like this. Is this tough? No. Mm -hmm. Is this tough? No. Mm Mm-hmm. If this was a Family Guy episode, that would have gone on for 40 minutes.
0: It sure would have. 20 minutes
2: have longer ch- than the runtime of the episode.
0: Yep. And then he would have chased a chicken around. <laughs> yep. Uh, so what was your good thing?
2: Uh, yeah. So uh, my good thing was, one, my quote, which I'll play here. Okay.
1: Uh, bomb? It's me. Thanks.
2: Uh, and also, later in the episode, when Ro does the same thing to pretend to deactivate a gate... Mm-hmm. I I I, I absolutely, so like I said, they think that she can control t- technology, mm-hmm. which, and one, obviously she can't, but two, she doesn't know what they're talking about.
0: Yep. Like Yeah, I don't think she saw what Zeta was doing in the first place, so she doesn't even understand the nature of the misunderstanding.
2: E- exactly, and also he didn't tell her about it for some reason. Right. So she's completely baffled, so it's like, I, we want you to fix this bomb. Okay.
0: All right. Hello, bomb? <laughs> Well, and then there's the bit where uh, Zeta shows up in disguise, mm-hmm. and she's like, it's a robot, and touches him, <laughs> and asks him to turn back into a robot, and he does, which which I also thought was great.
2: I also like his bad acting of turning back into his, I'm a robot now. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Uh, so, again, yes, my good thing is Ro. Ro again. Mm-hmm. Always Ro. She's the best part of this show. Yeah. Also, she got a new jumpsuit and jacket in this episode, and she looks incredible.
0: Yeah, very good. Uh, also, they like the the last line where uh, they're leaving, and someone says uh, she's she's uh, you got to trust her. Or no, she's she, look at her; she's wearing a leather jacket. That was mm-hmm. a nice callback to all yep. that
2: I thought, yep.
0: which is good. Which is that uh, the sheriff? Oh yeah, I actually really liked him.
2: He, that, that sheriff was great for just like a guy trying to do his job who did not expect the world to get this weird. <laughs> this quickly. Yeah, like
0: he had like a a sort of junior deputy who like wasn't an idiot. No like but still sort of a, a junior guy looking up to the big guy like mm. "Well, what what do we do sheriff you know that kind of thing and um he's like well these guys just saved the town they can't be the people we're looking for yep look look that one's got a jacket see yep. <laughs> completely different goodbye very good that's uh malicious compliance i think it's called yep and i love it ah oh, very good yep uh what was your bad thing
2: yeah, so there's a part where uh, Zeta goes to some punk bar to rough up some punks, and those punks all look like the kind of guys that Judy Jetson
0: used to date. <laughs> so one of them's named Skiz, mm-hmm. which is a terrible, like, you might as well wrestle your trembles with that name. Yep. Fucking mullety rebel that's, bullshit. Uh, that, that one is Skiz. But uh, he, that's the one that uh, Zeta disguises himself as. Mm-hmm. And um, he looks like if Jughead cosplayed as me. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow yep because <laughs> he's got the red hair and the and the beard mm-hmm. but he's also got a lot of very forsyth p jones look to him and a big sweater that has s on it Mm-hmm. for skis yep the s is for skis
2: oh now it makes sense Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, i had a note here uh because uh roe at one point asked um bombshell mm-hmm. what do you need a bomb for you can already make stuff blow up and i i my note was uh she absolutely would ask god what god what he needs with the starship <laughs> there's your tiberius alert right there
2: yep uh what else not a lot honestly
0: no there's I a wizard's duel which i sh- love
2: boy there sure is
0: uh-huh <clears throat>
2: Uh, There's a part where one of the little kids goes, "I miss my mom," to which I inevitably follow, "I miss." I miss video games. games. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Bombshell, who, like I said, was one of the uh, voiced by one of the Charlie's Angels. Mm -hmm. Uh, When she when she's mad, when she's like, "Seize him, you fools!" Like she gets, she goes way over. She starts sounding like Mom from Futurama. Yep. (laughs) And it's very because she's got a nice husky, sexy voice normally. Oh yeah. But when she gets mad, she's like, "Jam a bastard (laughs) in it, you crap!" Oh
2: god. (laughs) I haven't thought about jim bastard in you crap in a long
0: time <laughs> make that bitch your bitch you bastard <laughs> <laughs> probably the best Tress mcneil role oh absolutely well now i'm glad flunk's not on this week because he would just be uh saying bad things about Tress mcneil mm-hmm. uh, uh oh and the thing you mentioned at the end i said that already but uh it's super clumsy like uh Yes, I do care about my parents. No one brought it up, bro. Yeah, yes,
2: no. my parents. My pa- the most important thing to take away from all of this is my parents.
0: Okay. It cool. It seems like about every three months you suddenly decide you're looking for your parents and have been all along.
2: I kinda know that feeling.
0: Oh, alright. That's fair.
2: That's <laughs> been about a month I should probably call my dad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can tell you I haven't I haven't uh talked to mine in years and it's fine. Mm-hmm. That's also, you, that's also, that's also like possible. Yours, so, yeah. You know. Uh, what else? <sighs> Not a lot. Not a lot happened in
2: this one. And also what did happen was kind of stupid.
0: Uh, there was one line that I did really like, mm. though, where, uh, uh, they're, they're taking their weird mutant bomb, whatever, to the site where it's going to uh, be activated. And, um, bombshell yells at one of the kids and she says, uh, Hey, you break it. Everybody buys it, which I thought was good. Uh, work that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's the kind of wordplay I can get behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while you thought the kids were hiding in Bugs Bunny's house, to me it looked like a one of the screens from King's Quest one. Oh, but, sure. You know, you will. Um,
2: you and Mal will have to discuss that because I am not familiar with King's Quest. That's okay. That's like Zork. One of those
0: things that you guys like. Yeah, but Zork is a text game. I understand people not being into that. King's Quest is, you know,
2: all right. I'm I was surprised. playing uh, Space Quest. Different also, quest.
0: Also good. mm Hmm. I mean, good for the time. You go back now, I was like, oof. Those are pretty ru-
2: those, those are pretty fucking hard to play, and also pretty unforgivable.
0: Yeah, some real bad puzzles in those things.
2: I cannot type fast enough to not get shot by this alien. Yep.
0: All right. Anything else? That's everything I got. Yep. Same. Yeah. Well, we're two episodes closer to the end of Zeta. We got, like I said, eight more left. Hmm. Next week, uh, Amanda will be joining us Hooray! for Lost and Found and Eye of the Storm, which mm-hmm. you might as well call it Eye of the Beholder. I don't know what the fuck.
2: Yeah, well, why not? We haven't had an Eye of the Beholder
0: in a while. It's, uh, this will be an Eye of the Beholder. I will say this, though. We now know that uh, Batman Beyond will not be showing up again because yep. the network's like, nah. Why bother?
2: Hey, can we put Batman on this show? <laughs> what a weird time when going, hey, can we put Batman on this show was met with no.
0: Yeah. Well, because then you're just going to remind people of a show they, they can't watch. Yeah. We don't want them to get mad at us. Mm-hmm. Weird. Ugh. So, yeah, that'll that'll be happening next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, as ever, if you want to write to us, we will be doing a, a mail show again soon. It mm-hmm. is kidslovebatmanpodcast.gmail. We'd yep. love to hear from you. Um, the website, as always, kidslovebatman.com. If you want to donate to our Patreon, it is patreon.com slash Algar. We are reviewing... The Brave and the Bold, mm-hmm. having a good time doing that. You yep. should you should check it out. Yeah, please. Uh, we are on Twitter. I am at Algar. I'm at Maggie at Maggie Robots. And that's all for this time. Yeah. See ya, folks. Voila, dregs.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.